Hey guys, if you already don't know by now, I'm on LinkedIn. And if you'd like to connect with me, just send in a request. Thank you so much to those who've been sharing my posts and tagging others. I appreciate you all so much. Now, let's get started with the show. You have to continue to invest in yourself to create a money generating machine that designs a wealth ecosystem. You're now tuned into Tender Love and Cash, the place where ambitious men and women turn to for business strategies that not only skyrocket their profits, but also position them to serve the masses and make money doing what they love. I'm Amber Anthony, profit booster, efficiency driver, strategy specialist, and lover of all things analytical. And I'm going to help demystify difficult topics and concepts, crunch the numbers, and use real data to craft a strategic approach that supports business owners with a solid framework to operate a well-planned cash-generating machine. I can't promise to tell you what you want to hear, but I'll guarantee you'll get the guidance you need to hear to launch, grow, and build the business of your dreams with confidence. Let's dive in. Today, I want to share with you why it's important to look at money as a tool and why it is mandatory to take the emotion out of it. Financial literacy is the new buzzword, and the interpretation of that word as a whole varies greatly because many don't have a strong handle on their own finances, nor do they have an understanding of how finance works. So many are often quick to blame the educational system and or their caregivers as to why they haven't been set up for success in this area. Though I do agree that concepts of financial literacy and critical thinking do need to be introduced at an early age. I need to tell you something. Personal finance is 80% behavior and 20% knowledge. So even with the knowledge, until you apply it and until you manage your behavior around it, the knowledge isn't going to completely set you up for success, okay? So knowing that, I want you to get really excited and I want you to get incredibly curious because now that I've given you these percentages that you can wrap your head around, knowing that you can learn these concepts and some of them can be a little tricky, but remember, it's the behavior around it and the application around it that will really make you great. So it's time to get started because 57% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And the other fun fact around it is that the median income for Americans is $55,000. So again, another myth, if you will, is that, well, if we were just making more money, if the income, the median income was higher, we wouldn't all be living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm here to tell you that's not the truth because I know people who earn $30,000 a year and I know people who earn $300,000 a year. 
And guess what? Many times it's the people who earn less that actually keep more, i.e. meaning have cash in hand. Crazy, right? Because you would think that if somebody has the ability, the skill set, the brilliance to earn $300,000 a year, that they absolutely must have the brilliance to be able to have more cash on hand. But that's why we get back into that conversation about behavior, the 80%, the discipline. I don't know why I was able to have discipline around money at an early age, and I am just incredibly grateful that I did. 22 years ago, I was earning $42,000 a year. Yes, $42,000 a year 22 years ago in Las Vegas, Nevada, where the minimum wage was $4.25, where McDonald's number twos were $2.22, and where one of my first homes was 2,000 square feet, brand new, with a pool in the back that I bought for $150,000. Those were the good old days. But even then, even in that scenario that doesn't exist today, one would think, oh, that was a perfect scenario, you know, completely set up for success, right? Everything was in alignment. Yes, but that is still when I learned discipline around money and I learned how to look at money as a tool. That is when I learned the discipline around money And that is also when I learned that money was just a tool. It was a vehicle. So here's the deal. Not everybody can say the same. So what do you need? What do you need to transform your life around money? Well, step one, we have to get the numbers. So what is your income right now? And then as you look at your income, have the conversation with yourself at the moment Are you able to increase your income in any way, shape, or form? Then, your expenses. Have you segmented them between what is necessary and what is unnecessary? Because truth be told, it's not always about what you can add in. Oftentimes, it's what you can take out. So once you have a full understanding of your expenses, but then taking it to the next level and having a private conversation with yourself about what's necessary and unnecessary, you may be able to make some significant cuts. And then from there, lock in and understand what your break-even point. What is your daily break-even point? Listen, there is nothing that will support discipline more than knowing your daily break-even point. So if you know that in a day you bring in $200 and you know that your break-even point for your necessary expenses is $150, well then you only have $50 to play with. So you need to be cognizant of that. And then when you take it to the next level and understand for many of you that your earning days, because you're not making money while you sleep and you're not making money while you're not earning, right? That those days you take off, those vacation days, those weekends, those extra days that you may take a half day, yeah, that's not an earning day. 
So have you calculated your expenses against that day that no income is being generated? Do you see? It's having the hyper-awareness of the activity, basically you as a business. You are the business activity. So do you know your numbers? And are you checking in with your numbers often? I know most of us are not. You know, the whole head in the sand approach. Yeah. Well, how's that working for you? Because listen, you are the asset. So either you're a valuable asset or you're a depreciating asset, which eventually is going to turn into a liability. You have to continue to invest in yourself to create a money-generating machine that designs a wealth ecosystem. (sighs) Wow, right? Powerful. Did you ever look at yourself as a money-generating machine or part of a wealth ecosystem? I don't know. That visual was pretty transformative for me, hence the reason I'm sharing it with you. But none of this is possible. None of this is possible if you are not willing to take the first step, if you're not willing to be curious, if you're not willing to get the real numbers and stop lying to yourself, and if you're not willing to increase your level of discipline. Hey, you. If you're enjoying what you're listening to so far, why not rate and review the show? I promise it takes less than a minute. I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much again for tuning in. And let's get back to the show. Because I am so aware of my daily cost of operations, every move I make is calculated. And listen, I'm not entirely popular. Okay, getting my family, my close friends to buy into this has not been easy. Why? Because it's not fun. It's restrictive. But the payoff in the end is so great because nothing, nothing feels better than to have control over a tool that impacts our daily lives so heavily. And because I've had such a great control over this tool, I've been able to do some remarkable things. I was able to take over a family business and within just a few short years, pay off its debt and then allow my mother at the age of 56 to retire to where she could travel the world. I mean, I know that's something that everybody dreams of doing. But do you know anybody who actually did it? Well, raise his hand. I did. And with nothing magical other than the fact that I understood that money was a tool and I did and still do to this day the things that I'm sharing in this episode. It has literally been the most valuable thing, the most valuable skill set that I've ever acquired in my life, which is why I am so passionate about sharing it with you. Because 
You are incredibly talented and I'm almost certain smarter than I am. So the only thing that's holding you back is that you don't believe that you can do it. And that's exactly why it's important to keep having these conversations. So by looking at life like a business with sales goals and with break-even points, again, taking the emotion out of it entirely, it gives me the power and the positioning to treat my household operations, my family, like a business. And for those of you that are in business who are not treating your family and households like a business... I bet you that many of the things that are happening on that other forefront are unraveling your business. Hence the reason why it's important to carry these concepts through. So it not only goes from individual who's starting with their personal finances and household finances to build business acumen, but those who already have businesses who are allowing their personal lives to unravel Yes, you know it's affecting your business. So it is time to get a handle on it, get it tidy, and get it all reeled in. Nothing is ever personal. The conversations that I have with my son and my family members literally are similar to that of a board meeting. Financial statements are brought out. It's just fact. And it wasn't easy at first. Let me tell you, I got a great deal of pushback in the beginning because, again, people take it so personal. There's nothing personal about it. It's in and it's out. It's money in, it's money out. And how do we get better at bringing more money in and keeping more money from going out? That's it. That's it. There's nothing personal. And because I get such an enormous amount of practice again, applying it in all areas of my life, I've become so incredibly sharp in this area and I know the power of understanding financial fundamentals and the behavior around them. This is the one area that anchors my life when everything is going to hell in a handbasket, okay? And frankly, I am grateful to have one area that is sturdy, one area that I can count on. And I want that for you as well. I can't tell you how I wish I wasn't the only one in the room who gets excited about this. And oftentimes I am. Hence the reason I'm having these conversations with you, hoping that it will inspire you to get excited about mastering this area of your life. So how do you get there? Well, you have to start. (laughs) You have to be curious and you have to be consistent on your desire and actions to grow in this area. But I know you can do it. Yes, it's boring. It's tedious. It's not hard. Okay? It's record keeping. It's attention to detail. It's constantly checking in with your behavior and making sure that it's in alignment with your goals. It's planning. It's strategizing. It's being aware of time and opportunities. It's being prepared for opportunities. And no degree, no course, 
no coach, nobody can do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. But just know I'm here. I'm committed to modeling excellence in this area, and I will continue to show up to be a trusted resource. So if this episode has brought you any type of value, if it has made you think differently, please like, subscribe, and share. And until next time.